listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts Danny, Kaylee, Seth, and Evan as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 42 for Zap Night. I'm your host Danny, and today I have Mark with me. We played Cuphead. So, um, yeah, what did you think? First, first thoughts of Cuphead. Like, what did you think about it? Uh, my third, my first thoughts of Cuphead were, um, it was a game I was really looking forward to coming out. Right. And it got delayed probably like at least once or twice. I think it got, yeah, like several times yeah, in the process. Yeah, and I kind of just forgot about it. And Wasn't it an Indiegogo game or was it a Kickstarter game? I know that it was crowdfunded in some, some aspect. All, the only thing I knew going in was that it was an Xbox exclusive. And since that's the only console I own, I was pretty excited. Yeah. But um, I ended up forgetting about it down the line just because it got, you know, they basically kicked the can down the road. And when it finally came out, like it had been in the store for a few months, I'm like, oh, it's Cuphead. And then, yeah. you know, I got it and um, I played it a little bit. Then it's like, this is kind of difficult. Let me put it down for a while. And then, you know, after I started playing with you, that's when we finally, finally made some actual progress. And it, and it took us what, like... <laughs> Two years, kind of, to beat it. <laughs> I don't I mean, think it was that long. Yeah, yeah. But... True. I mean, what was our what was our total time? Do you remember? It was like twenty hours somewhere in there. Some, yeah, almost a full day of actual gameplay. Like, gameplay to actually beat the game for sure. So it, it felt like I don't know if it felt like two years, but <laughs> there were there was definitely a long stretch when we got to um one of one of the final bosses where I think we put it down for like two months. Yeah, we did. And then I actually invited you over to play that one time, and we were going to play, and then we started playing something else, and it was just too intimidating to go back into it, yeah. so we just spent the night oh, yeah, playing. on something completely different. Yeah. So, so um, here's some of the details of Cuphead. Um, it's developed by Studio DMHR, not really sure what the acronym is. Yeah, but, uh, I think this is their only game as yeah, well. Yeah, I think it is, so yeah. Um, it... It's originally on the Xbox One, but it's also on Steam. Um, the The story behind that, from what I understand, is that they got a huge backing from Microsoft. And the deal was like, Microsoft will back them, but it's going to be a Microsoft exclusive. That said, there, there are a lot of talks of it going to the Switch. Not sure how soon or if that's going to happen, but there are a lot of talks of it. I think Microsoft's main goal was probably just to keep it off the PS4. I'm sure. Like, yeah. I'm sure they, they would not care as much if it went. Because they'd still get proceeds if right. it went. To, because uh, they the helped Switch. develop right, it. Right, right. I just, I was, I was sad because I'm not a huge, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Xbox. I have them, obviously. But, um, I don't know, I just... I was really hoping for it to be on the PS4, and then when it wasn't, I was just like, oh, bummed. So I was happy when yeah, you was, had it. Yeah, I know. That I was, was like, yes. It's like the only win for me. So excited for this. I just random, because I was a PC gamer prior, and I'm like, well, let me just get a console just so I have like something to watch, like Amazon Prime and stuff as well. Right. On. And like a lot of games I wanted to play were going to the PS4, and all of my friends only had a PS4, so it's like, wow, this was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That is like, uh, yeah, Cuphead came out, and man, I'm that's like the one time I was really happy to have gotten the Xbox. Instead yeah, totally. Of, uh, a competitor, and it definitely is a great. It's a great game in some aspects, not a great game in others. Um, so let's talk about the story. Oh, it was released in September 2017. Just 
I added into my notes, so I thought I'd say Okay. It. Although they do have a DLC um, upgrade. They have, they have a DLC upgrade? Coming, coming this year. Coming this year. With a whole new island and um, more bosses and well, obviously the the girl Cuphead, the like one that you rescue in the temple or yeah. whatever. She, Her head's more like a holy grail. Head yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, just a she's gonna be a playable character. Okay. And and she's gonna. I, I don't know I if you get it. to choose between. Or there's gonna be like three. You could play as three players. I, I don't know how that's gonna work. But yeah, all she did in uh, this one was give you terrible upgrades to your starting <laughs> your starting super. That were I know. <laughs> Pretty disappointing. <laughs> so let's talk about the story a little bit. Um, feel free to help me with the gaps as much as you can. Um, Cuphead and the his brother. Story. I know, right? <laughs> it's really just the reason for yes, why yes. you're doing what you're doing. So Cuphead, Cuphead and his brother Mugman uh, go to the Devil's Casino to play um, against him. And um, after a winning, streak, which is a terrible idea. Like, you, you I, oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, if the if the sign says like Devil's Casino, it's probably yeah. like. Mm, and then Maybe you not. see the actual devil inside, <laughs> and he wants your soul if you lose. Like, just right. get out then. So, yeah, after a winning streak, the devil offers um, all the money in the casino if the boys win. But if they lose, they have to sign over their soul. Um, well, of course, they lose. And um, Cuphead then is offered a deal from the devil that if, in exchange for their lives or their souls... If he goes around and collects the soul contracts from all of the other residents on the island, mm -hmm. which are all giant bosses, exactly, by the way. then um, he'll they'll be spared. So they go around and collect all of the contracts. Uh, they go from um, island to island in this uh, inkwell world, and um, I think they're called it's all like inkwell isle. Ink, yeah, inkwell isle, the starting yeah. isle for sure. Um, and then once they make it back to the casino, um, they run into, um, Mr. King Dice, Mr. King Dice. <laughs> right. And Mr. King Dice is like the manager for the devil. And he is he's also the devil's right hand man. He's, <laughs> yes, he is from the song. Of course. Yes. So, um, he's really upset because he has also made a bet with the devil that Cuphead wouldn't make it this far. So, obviously, he fights you, too, and then you get his contract, and then you go fight the devil himself. I don't know if he... I don't know if he had a contract so yeah, that's much. that's true. I don't know. It was just... So, so basically, you have to get all the contracts for the one, like, aisle one, or Mr. King Dice won't let you pass the next aisle. And you go to aisle two, aisle three, then finally, when you go, you're like, hey, we're gonna get our souls back, because we got all of the souls of the residents of the aisles. He's like, he's like, you know, I made a bet with the devil that you would fail. So this was like a lose-lose situation for you. <laughs> and um, I don't think he had a contract because basically um, at the end of the game, like you actually, the devil's like, you know, I kind of lost my dude and he must have been pretty incompetent oh, if, yeah. you, if you beat him. So why don't you be my uh Oh, yeah, that's right. My two so, Yeah, he, he does. He offers you the position. And if you accept it, then you get turned into, like, demons. Basically, you were, like, personified demon cups. Or yeah. Whatever yeah. those things were at the end. And then, and then the game ends. Like, yeah, it's it, was, it was surprising. Ending. Like, I, I assumed it would be a thing where 
you're like, yeah, I'll join you, but then, like, something would, like, bump you back to the thing, and then you'd have to fight him anyway, but right. no, it's just like, okay, we're with you now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. I, thought well, I hope we can go back and say no, and then fortunately we can. Yeah, yeah, so. so you go back and you say no, then you, you fight the devil himself, mm-hmm. and um, he surprisingly wasn't all that hard. Well, he was quite difficult, but compared to, Mr. King Dice really stole the show. He did, oh yeah. For me, Absolutely. anyway. We'll get into it, yes. we'll get into it. So, um, when... When they beat the devil, they get all the contracts back, and all the contract or they burn, they burn all the contracts, right. <clears throat> and so they set all of the residents of Inkwell free, and um, they have this big hero ceremony thing, and uh, you know they're they're heroes then, yeah, yep. which is funny to me because here <sighs> this whole time Cuphead is like fighting all these people who are really just trying to save themselves. And, Pretty uh, much, just you know, like you think going into a game like this that you're fighting <clears throat> bad guys, and you're, you're not, not. No, no, you're they're they're basically just trying. Like, hey, I don't want to give up my soul like you stupidly did. So I'm gonna, sh- like, to me, the best you know, Cuphead and Mugman could hope for at the end were like, okay, you made up for your mistake and you gave us our souls back, and like, I'm really happy to have my soul back. So right. I'm not gonna just like pummel you into the ground kind of thing, but. Like, I, I wouldn't really view them as heroes so much. Like Yeah, that's true. I would view them more as, like, dumb youths. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, think of it this way. All those residents had a debt with the devil to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, all of them were kind of... They were all dumb. ...run yes. by the devil's casino. <laughs> For sure, yeah. So, maybe they all, uh, like, played craps with the devil. Yeah. So, I mean, there were other characters on the aisles... Yeah, that's true. Like they they aren't, didn't fight. I mean, again, with with the story, like to me, like the contracts and like your soul getting taken is like the Princess Peach of the game, pretty much. Like your soul contract is in another castle, kind of thing. So the fact that I don't really remember a lot of the other characters of the dialogue, like the most memorable dialogue to me was. Like the uh, the gramophone and the record player in the last aisle that had like the competition between them. Yeah. And, wait, are, are gramophone and record player the same thing? Um, no. Well, yeah, they are, but they're. Well, you had two old timey personified instruments that were like, oh, this is the best kind of music, and this, and that's about uh, the very, most I remember. Very small. Right. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't so much the story that immersed you in the game. It was um. It was probably the art style, which I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which I'm sure we'll get into. So, what would you give the story out of ten? I mean, would you have enjoyed the game any less if there wasn't a story at all, and you just like went over to the first boss and started Not fighting? Really. Like, it wouldn't change much. It wouldn't change a whole lot. I mean, it's nice that they included it. It, it was interesting enough that. Like, I was intrigued at the end that it's like, oh, I can actually join the devil. Like, that was a little bit intriguing, so it's right. not like his And the role. dynamic that he had with King Dice, mm-hmm. like, that's that's interesting, and it's, yeah. it's fun to kind of explore on what's what's going on. Uh, it's like, I don't want to give it a bad score, because I don't want it to reflect on the rest of the, the gameplay as well, or the rest of the, the, whole, the overall score of the game. But it's like, I don't know, I put it at a 7. 
Okay, that's that's pretty generous. <laughs> what, yeah. What do, what do you think? What would you give? I it? mean, if if seven is like a C, if we're going like by the American school system rating system, like seventy yep. percent a C, I would yeah. It, yeah. It's adequate. It's fine. It's, it serves <laughs> the game's purpose. Sure. Is is what cool. I can say for it. All right. So let's talk about <clears throat> the graphics. Um, I I gave it a nine out of ten for the graphics. So okay, so for me, the graphics. The only. I mean, first, the good things about the graphics, like, the graphics are, like, straight up out of the 1930s, 40s. Oh, yeah. Like, the original classic. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. For, yeah, for sure. Bas- basically, if, if like, the guys from the 1930s received, like, modern training in their original art style and could, like, more smoothly and fluidly animate something with new technology, like, that's, that's basically what it is. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely amazing. The art is... <clears throat> Like after just the gameplay itself, the art is probably probably the biggest plus for me. The only demerit that prevents it from getting the full ten was this horribly annoying filter. That's what I. That's <laughs> yeah. Yes. And and see the problem is, it it was so annoying that it was distracting, and that's yeah. you don't want that in a game that's this awesome and mm-hmm. this. This gorgeous of a game, you don't want to haze it with this stupid <clears throat> filter that you can't turn on and off. Yeah. So I, I don't know if like you have you're going to show gameplay or anything, but um, to describe the filter is basically if you watch like very old cartoons, like pre Looney Tunes, like maybe even, I'm not sure if Popeye has it, but it's like, like real a, a right. real film. <clears throat> like the older older technology would create unwanted artifacts like on the film, like little lines and dots or whatever you would call them, and that's kind of like an old-timey filter now. And um, even, like, YouTube has used it. Like, the YouTube, like, old-timey, where they like the, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, right. or whatever yeah, song yeah. they had playing, like, the old-timey filter. Like, that that's what it is. And it's not needed. Like, the art speaks for itself. It's not like, it's not like, oh, we're going to throw a filter on it, then we can call it old school. Like, the core of the game is already completely, the art style is completely old school, and it's it's not needed. It, it detracts from right. The game I mean, sure. you start you start throwing in <clears throat> all of the background images and all of the stuff flying around on screen is distracting enough, and then you have this filter on top of it. It's just right. It's for just sure. annoying, really. Yep. But I mean, that said, the backgrounds are amazing, and like every every level, every boss fight, the backgrounds look great. Um, the foreground even, they have like all, it that too was kind of distracting depending on the boss. There, there was the one, one <laughs> of the, uh, you know, King Dice sub bosses where the foreground would block at least 50% of the screen. And, yeah. You know, well, fort- there was, there was several of them like that where it was just, it was like there was something in the way or they would, I, I don't know, maybe it was a difficulty factor that they were adding in where they, they wanted you to be blind to it in some way to make I, it more I difficult. suppose so. Unfair difficulty. Yeah. Like, art, artificial difficulty. Yeah, yeah, say. there you yeah, go. Like, oh, I, I can't see anything, so I have to take damage. Kind right. Of difficulty. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I gave it a 9. What, what, what do you think? De- definitely a 9. If, okay. I, I would say 10 out of 10 if it wasn't for the... For that filter. For the gimmicky filter, for sure. If they just had a toggle to turn that thing off, it would have been yeah. great. Yeah. Like, there, there's other games that also include something like that, but they view it as what it is as a gimmick, and it's like, you go to the menu, like, oh, turn, turn, turn it off, we're good yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. So, they should have done that, for sure. So, let's talk about the gameplay. Um, 
the gameplay, I mean, we went into it knowing that the bosses were going to be insanely hard. Right. And that's part of the appeal. It, it gained, like, I I didn't know what to, ex- like, looking at the trailer for the game, I wouldn't have guessed that it was, like, super difficult necessarily. It just looked like a really cool game that I'd be interested right. in. Like, oh, it, you know, it's an old-timey, it's like, not old-timey, I keep, <laughs> old-school platformer. Right. Old school like action platformer where the gimmick is you face bosses and there isn't all like that filler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like the boss fights are what you remember from games anyway for the most part, not the filler yeah. leading up to it. Especially not like underwater and sewer <laughs> levels which yeah, seem right. to permeate these games. They didn't have an underwater level. No, that's that what I'm saying. Weird. Like yeah. they cut the filler. So um yeah, it immediately gained that reputation as a hard game. So I think that's we just knew from the reputation from what other people who had like yeah, gotten on it immediately were saying. So, um, yeah, I didn't, ex- I didn't necessarily expect it at first to be hard, but after, after Inkwell Isle one is where the difficulty really ramped up and we realized like we were really going to be in for a, uh, we're going to be in for a long ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the boss fights were fun in that every <laughs> fun. I mean, they, they were fun, but it was like there were a couple I was very happy were over. Yeah, most of the, well, here here's the thing though. The only reason, maybe not the only reason, but one of the reasons I was so frustrated with some of the more difficult bosses that we had to retry over and over again is because it was preventing me from seeing, like, the cool design of the next boss and all, like, right. the moves and what things you had to learn to be, like, it's like, I want to see the rest of the game. Like, stop holding me up from seeing the rest of the game kind <laughs> it's, of thing. It's so. a very tedious game. I mean, you every boss, because there's so many different, there's usually, what, like, three stages to a boss, usually, and three or four. And then it's like you get, you master the first stage of it, mm-hmm. and then and then you have to figure out the second stage. And the gameplay, cha- or the the challenge of that boss, the gimmick of that boss, changes so drastically between their phases that it's really like trial and error, trial and error, until you finally figure out, okay, in this phase we have to do these set of moves, in this phase right, we got to right. change it up to this set of moves. On top of this trial and error, then you have all of the different um, weapon upgrades and special moves that you can use mm-hmm. that play on that dynamic right they weren't so it wasn't like um the different weapons in the game they weren't like mega man where it's like oh each boss has like an achilles heel where like you use it and it's like easy mode for that boss it wasn't like that like it was more of oh like if you use the lobber you're gonna be able to do some extra damage based on where like the boss is positioned and things like that but I would imagine pretty much every boss you could beat with any of the weapons. There were just just gives you maybe a little edge to use the right one. Right. I think especially the uh, the charge beam was the one that made the biggest difference. The charge once we got beam. That. I really liked the spread shot. The I mean, all of them had their like their their positives and negatives. Like the spread shot was really cool because you got you know a wider variety to hit, but it didn't go very far. Right. You know, the lobber had a very funny, like, trajectory to it, and it, like, bounced around. Uh, the charge beam, you gotta wait for it to yeah. charge up. So it's like, you know, some of them have the, you know, some significant disadvantages. For sure, yeah. It gave, like, the weapon choices just gave us a little bit of a, a strategic edge. Yeah. In that, like, for example, one of the bosses, I don't remember which one, 
probably multiple at this point, but yeah. it's like we realize, oh, for the first phase, like, I'm just going to, like, pummel the boss's head from under him while you use the spread shot to, like, get rid of the, like, yeah. the little dudes that are coming at us. And that's going to work way better than us, like, both, you know, doing our own thing with right. whatever weapons. And, um, like, some of the bosses had, like, either long invincibility phases or phases where, like, you just could not, you couldn't damage them. And that's where, like, the charge beam came in real handy. Because it's like, all right, so during that phase, I just charge up the charge beam. And then once they become vulnerable again, like, I can hit them. And, right. like, you know what I mean? Right, so right. it just, you could pile on the DPS a lot more efficiently that way. Right. Um, some of the problems that I had... Uh, I kind of feel like that two player was harder than maybe a one player playthrough would be. I think maybe that was just you. (laughs) (laughs) Very well could be. I was terrible at this game. Most of the time. Anyway, I, I I think most of the bosses were like, you got halfway through the boss and then you would just like, like watch and cheer me on (laughs) to hope like I could finish. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It did feel that way. Yep. Um, I didn't, I think my problem was, is there was so much stuff going on on screen and then our characters look so similar that not only am I distracted by all the stuff on screen trying to jump and dodge, but then I get confused as to who I'm looking at. And it's like some bosses, if you just focus on your one character and where they're going and avoid the obstacles, you're fine. But other bosses, if you just focus on the one character, the boss is doing something completely different, and then you look away, and then you get confused. Like, I I probably lost count of the number of times. Like, I heard you say, oh, I was looking at your character. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Like, you just, you just, like, run right to the... we both had that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just part of it. When you're playing with... I just, I don't know. I don't know what the fix would have been. Like, maybe if the characters looked a little more drastically different... I mean, they they have their color differences. Like, I think their shoes are a different color. But they're both cups, right? I mean, technically, you're a mug, I guess, but still, it's not a much. It's not much different for sure. Um, I mean, to his credit, I never like sometimes there's a problem of like I think your projectiles are enemy projectiles, Mm -hmm. and I never ran into that problem. Like, there was enough differentiation between enemy projectiles and like. Cuphead and usually the enemy projectiles were things. Yeah, they were like they had faces. Oh yeah, or like like fish coming out of the water, or big cannonball. Yes, things like that, or like a crate that's like tracking you. You have to like time the drops. You can avoid it. Things like that for sure. But when they did shoot projectiles, like they were um, as long as they weren't ghosts, because those were just bullcrap. Anytime (laughs) they were ghosts in the game, but. uh, Um, other than that, yeah, I never had a problem with um, confusing allied projectiles with yeah. enemy projectiles. So that's, that's I think a plus. it helped that you get used to what the projectiles look like of your own. So like anything outside of that is enemy. But then you start if you focus on the wrong character mm-hmm. during gameplay, <laughs> it can screw you up. You know? Yeah, I think I had the most problems with that during the run and gun phases, which is completely oh, yeah. different from the bosses. And I feel like it might just be filler. <laughs> I mean, the run-and-gun phases were somewhat optional in a way that you only had to do them if you wanted to purchase um, your passive upgrade or, like, new active weapons. Right. Which are technically optional. You can beat the game without them. That's true. So, it is filler in a way. Um, 
I mean, the best part of the run and guns were just seeing the character designs yeah. and seeing what's around that next corner. That's but... probably the only reason why we did as right. much of this game as we have. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep seeing more. I wanted to yeah. see. I wanted to see what the devil boss fight was like. Yeah. You know? well, outside it's, of it's doing like, like a it's like when play. you just go into like the run and gun. It's like, dude, there's cars walking on ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know what I mean? It's yeah. like, like what is going to be next? And then like for the rest of the night, we just went like. <laughs> to like mimic like the saxophone that came out yeah, so, like, yeah. <laughs> yep and like his projectile Bwomp. was literally the words yep. i think so <laughs> it was that was that was pretty cool but man there was there was so many great like little details mm-hmm. in this game that the we couldn't possibly name them all right right it's yeah you you have you do have to see it for yourself for sure but oh. to, to me the art combined with the gameplay is is just the bread and butter there like it's it's amazing for it sure. should be as a sh- as a game should be right i'm to me i would say that the things that detracted from the gameplay i don't really think they're cuphead specific like looking at the wrong i any game you you play co-op like yeah that's true yeah. you end up doing that's something true. like that yeah like same screen co-op it just happens <clears throat> so yeah to to me the gameplay would be would be a 10 for sure like okay. hands down well, what do you think about the uh, the parent? How the pairing worked? The pairing, parrying. Oh, parrying. Okay, I'm like parrying. like the controllers. No, par- no, pairing par- with the console. Parrying. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> um, the par. I mean, the parrying, parrying, parrying was an underused mechanic, for sure. Um, in the running gun stages, like the parrying, if you, I thought if you parried like everything you got bonus score like a bonus you, coin or I'm, i might be wrong about that i know that you get your score goes up if you parry so many times within mm-hmm. a level whether it be boss or the running gun um but it, it didn't really seem all that necessary right until it like absolutely was necessary right, right. and it, i kind of felt like that the pairing was kind of hard to hit like perfectly and if you didn't hit it perfectly then you end up getting a damage taken out right I had less of I was I think I was more proficient at you, the parrying. Oh, I, well, you were more proficient <laughs> in everything in this game. Yeah. Um my only complaint about the parrying is parrying. Jeez. <laughs> I know it's difficult. It's like saying horror. horror. You end up just like leaving out a syllable just like <laughs> running it all together like It's like that horror movie last that horror. night. It's like <laughs> horror movie. <laughs> But um, the only thing about the parrying is that it was a really cool mechanic that was underused. Like, every <clears> once in a while, like, the boss would shoot out. Like, the gimmick was that anything that was, like, bright pink could be parried. Yeah. Pretty much. And sometimes it wasn't even, like, an orb or a projectile. Sometimes it was, like, a thing that was yeah. pink. Yeah. But um, it was underused. It was just, like, unnecessary. Like, maybe there were four boss projectiles circling you and, and one, of them, one was, of them one of them was pink and you could parry it. So, like, then you just have three projectiles to worry about. But in going after that projectile... You could get hit. You put yourself in just as much danger <laughs> I as know. if you just treated it like it didn't exist, basically. So, um, One of the other problems that I had with the gameplay was the um, you, you had to completely exit out of the battle or exit all the way back to the main <clears throat> like world just to change a weapon. Which was kind of annoying. A little, yeah, that did become a little bit When we're, you know... Sure. Try, doing the trial and error thing in each of the bosses, it's like, I just want to quick change my weapon mm-hmm. once just to see if this might help. And then you got to act yeah. all the way back and then go back in. And then, yeah. you know, small potatoes, though. If we're, yeah, yeah, yeah like if, if, it, if the only detractors we have are like menu, menu GUI, then, yeah, you know, things like that, then it's, you know, 
Yeah, fair enough. To me, I mean, to me, the gameplay, it's like a reverse RPG in that, like, for, for example, like one of my favorite games of all time, Final Fantasy VII, as mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's not good because of the gameplay and most of the game could be beaten just by pressing attack and watching the characters attack. Right. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're not beating something, then you just like go to the Isle of Ancients and level up 10 levels and then come back and you win, you know? Right. But this is like your characters have set physical limitations that don't really improve during the game. And it's up to you to work within those, you know, limitations within the game physics to overcome them. So the more you fight the bosses, like you, it's up to you as the player to level up, so to speak. And you're getting better. If you beat the boss, it's not because like you leveled up and gained like, you know, enough yeah. mana to cast fireball or you know some nonsense or yeah, oh sure. now i can cast ultima so i can just it's, like it's because you were good enough to be exactly yeah that's it's true like, that yeah, is, i'm just gonna come back and cast meteor that is rewarding i mean for when sure you do finally beat a boss i mean how many times were you like cheering and high-fiving it's like oh yeah uh, like it was a big accomplishment to be sure. king dice you know when any, you any beat of the king boss, dice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think any of the each of the bosses that I beat, like, I was so surprised when the boss finally went down. It was just like, wait, we actually did it? I, <laughs> it's I'm done? Pretty, I'm pretty sure the the what happened after every single boss victory was me looking over at you and going, oh! <laughs> it <laughs> like, was, yeah, like we die five, and that would be... <laughs> so, yeah, like, I... Like, I was so incredibly jubilant on every boss defeat. Like, it was just so fulfilling to finally do it. But I do feel like they were so hard that we were saying, we never have to fight that one again. We yeah, never have yeah, to do exactly. it again. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, this funny balance of love-hate with yeah, how the gameplay yeah. runs. Like, I never, it never got so frustrating that I just wanted to, like, throw my controller across the room and turn it off and never play it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So... It got on the edge of that a couple times, like <laughs> with um, whatever his name is, the clown on the roller coaster. Oh, like yeah, that, that, one that was, was really a bad, bad. That boss was one of the bosses where like we put down the game for like a month or two, <laughs> yep. and then finally we picked it Same up. Same with then... that um, the <clears throat> ghost ship mermaid lady. Remember her? Uh, the one that like where the ghosts came and were yeah, bull crap? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. She like. Had like a foghorn that she blew, and the ghost would like hit you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then her head blew off, and you had to like chase down the head down this like narrow pathway. Yeah, that, yeah. You mean I had to chase down the head? <laughs> yeah, you right. Had, I, you had I, died I couldn't, long I couldn't ago. make it there. <laughs> I think I made it there maybe once. I that one felt like luck when I when the boss finally went down. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, thank god. I don't know how it happened, but it's it's oh, that, yeah, for sure, right. So what do you think out of ten? What do you what do you want to give it for a gameplay? We're still, on gameplay, I'm I'm still I'm still, still going ten. Still for going sure. ten all the way. Like I've have never felt I, I in recent years I've never felt that much of like an accomplishment for beating a game. Like right. even even more so than like like Dark Souls three, which is very hard, one of my favorite games too. I beat it and I felt accomplished, but like Cuphead was just like <laughs> it's like that was all me, man. That was. That was just, like, all skill, 100%. Right. So it was very fulfilling to finally beat it. Well, I gave it a 9. I'm bringing it down a step. You're wrong. I know. I mean... I know. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> so let's talk about the music. Um, I gave it a 10 for music. I mean, I 
there was literally nothing wrong with any, every every boss stage had a different um, a different song. Mm-hmm. Every song had its own like feel that fit the boss really really well. Or yeah. even the level, the running guns were really good. <clears throat> um, all the ink aisles had their own like little mm-hmm. theme song to them. I still got some of them stuck in my head. Yeah, like, oh yeah. Like, it's very it's very iconic for the time going back to how the gameplay was made it just it it matched er, sorry not the gameplay the graphics Mm -hmm. how the graphics were made with that time oh yeah it's it's straight out of like 30s 40s like big band music like i could see louis armstrong like blowing in a trumpet in a recording studio specifically for that game and then and then to dive deeper into it with the sound effects of all the bosses and all of the little, all the little things in this game, you jump on like a drum and it kind of has a bonk to it, you know, like uh, the, we talked about the tuba guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. For sure. And the, like the cherry on the cake, no, the Sunday or the cake, the the cherry on the sweet item, the cherry on type on top. Uh, Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure every time we booted up the game, we actually waited for the opening song to finish because yeah. we wanted to hear it. It was so good. And then, like, we literally stayed in, um, like, Mr. King Dice kind of guarded the port, like, to leave each, each of the aisle. aisles. Yep. And, like, he had his own theme song, and, like, we just stayed in the room. <laughs> and, like, we went back after we crossed out to, like, and listen to the song again. The song? It's like, no, we have, now we have to be this aisle to, like... Yeah. And, like, the song was just so good that, like... Like it was, it was just so stuck in my head that like I went like to my channel and and right. recorded it too. So what you were saying to me that a uh, female actually, yeah, I looked, I looked that up. Insane. Like we, we both could have sworn it was a dude, but it was just a very talented female singer with like a deep husky voice. <laughs> very so, deep. Yeah, yeah. Very, that very that deep. King Dice song was probably like I would say that that's the best out of the whole. Oh yeah. It it, it has so much personality that it uh like to me it's like the the sub boss of Mr. King Dice like he stole the show from the devil just because like he he oozed so much personality yeah that that's how that's how it ended up like yeah. to me I felt like we were facing the final boss with Mr. King Dice and it, it really felt that way even after we we beat King Dice and then we went to the devil and the devil just felt like another boss. Right. Like it was a very, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was hard. It was challenging, but not a whole lot different than the rest of them. Like he had his, his phases and that was it. You know, we beat him. Yep. But like King Dice had such a different, honestly, I think out of a lot of, it was like, it was like a game within a game. Yeah, it really was for sure. Like you had to, the basics of it you are fighting mr king dice but you're in this like craps like like craps casino table, table or whatever yeah. you would whatever you would call and it and when you roll the dice you have to fight whatever boss that it lands on so there are some like free spaces but there are uh, i think nine different bosses that you could fight I would say nine cuz they were nine. it was like 1 2 3 free space yeah. 4 5 6 free space and so basically it was a strategy thing where like there would be like an HP up on some of the numbers that was randomized. And if you got super lucky, then like the boss that you felt was the easiest, like you get the HP bonus and fight that boss. But sometimes it's like, well, we can fight our preferred boss. Right. 
or we can get the HP bonus and try to fight these freaking bottles of liquor that were so cheap. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's it's funny because it took us so long in King Dice's stage alone. It was almost like its own aisle, even. Oh yeah. Because we had to learn it all all these bosses were kind of small and, and like mini bosses. Yeah. But we had to learn all of them to figure out which ones were the easiest, how to beat them in an efficient manner to actually make it to King Dice. And then King Dice himself was challenging. Yeah. Well, then, and it came out of nowhere. It like, did, yeah. You thought you would go to, like, another screen or another arena or something. And but he then just, his hands <laughs> come down and <laughs> yeah. smash you every time. For sure. And then I think that's where the, the parrying mechanics shine the most. Yeah. Where the deck of cards would come marching at you, and then you had to multi-parry on the pink cards to come out the other end. So that, that's probably where they use the parrying mechanic the best. That's probably why they had it in the whole game, just to use it as a highlight here. <laughs> like, are you good enough at parrying to yeah. be able to yes. beat King Dice? Pretty much, yeah. And also remember that his hand will just come down on you. <laughs> on you, and no matter what side you're on. <laughs> yes, how many times did we lose? Did I lose to Mr. King? <laughs> I, I never. I think I only made it to him like yeah, twice. Yeah, I think you made it to, to him once, and then we both just died or something. But how many times did I lose to like his final phase? Because I forgot that you like gotta stay in the center. He wasn't just the background; like right. he was in the fight with like the deck of cards, and like I'm waiting for the cards to come marching at me again. But like his hands would come down, I just totally forget about it, yeah. and then there we were back at the beginning. That that. There's a lot to say about the randomization that there is with some of these bosses. Like, a lot of them have different attacks, but they can do them at any time. They can do them in any order that they... Yeah. <laughs> that the that the AI wants to play them in. Yeah, So it's like, sometimes you feel like that the boss fight that you were in, you just got lucky. And it's like, oh, well, I just hit, like, this luck, streak luck, you know, and... A little, you a little bit. And also... I mean, it also added replayability and, like, randomization to the point where Absolutely. it's not just like, okay, this boss, up, down, middle. Yeah, down, yeah. up. You know what I mean? Like, it, they're going to come out of different places. The attacks are going to be in different orders. So, like, no two times fighting the boss was exactly the same. Like, you took general knowledge of learning how they telegraph their attacks and the variety of attacks that they had. And yeah. they had so much of variety. That's why it... That's why it took so long to beat the bosses, because, like, you had to become familiar with all of their attacks. Yep. Otherwise, like, I think one of one of my favorite bosses was the um, the junkyard robot. Yeah. And, like, the scientist that piloted it, because you had to choose. It's like each section of the robot was armored in a certain way. You can and you kill had to choose, one, one section, right, but, but there was a, there was a downfall. To right, it. right. So, like, if you took out, like, the bottom part, then, like... I think like the missiles would shoot out or like yeah, the creatures, something. Some, something would come out and it's like, which is if you shot the head, he would shoot a big old laser at you. Exactly. Or... So you had to decide like which attack is easiest for me to dodge. And that's the armor component or robot component. I'm going to take out first right. and then I'm going to save the hardest for last. And it, you know, it took so many runs to figure that out. It's like, all right, let's go. I don't even remember what order we did it, but yeah, it was like, yeah. let's do middle down up. Like, that's the best. And then finally we mastered that phase. And, it's, and then, it's, then you got to worry about the rest of it, which is all like dodging at that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm terrible. At that. <laughs> terrible. Yes. I was terrible at this game, yeah. period. 
But here, okay, think about this though. The fact that you were so terrible at this game, but you still wanted still to come back through and play it, yeah. it and beat it is it, it says a lot for it's, it's tantamount to the game's quality. That right. You still wanted to play it, even though it wasn't necessarily your preferred genre of game or your, you know, yeah, your cup of cup of tea. Ooh, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, dang. I realized it was a pun halfway through, and it didn't just. <laughs> oh, that's good. So, um, sorry, we were we were talking about music, then we were exactly not we went back to gameplay. Are you sure you don't want to change it to a ten because we keep talking uh, about it? I might. I might, you might, you might have convinced me. I hope so. It, it deserves it. You know it. what? Yeah, I'll go ahead and give it a 10. Why not? So music, you're going to give it a 10 as well? 10 gameplay and 10 music. Awesome. Oh, show. So <clears throat> overall, I I do an overall score, which is kind of our um, overall thoughts and feelings of it, how our uh, experience was playing this game. Um, it's... It's a great game to just kind of pick up. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to remember how to play the game necessarily. It takes it takes so little time to pick it back up and learn the mechanics of it to be able to just kind of pick it up and play whenever. Yeah. Um, replayability is absolutely there. Oh yeah, I I'd, I'd replay through the whole. Like if there was like a new person I wanted to show the game to that was new to it, it's like. All right, we're gonna play Cuphead, and like, <laughs> even though I played it all before, like, I just want to see their reaction. Well, and there's their so reaction many bosses. The, uh, yeah, you know, even if you remember bits and pieces of a boss, there's it would be a whole new learning curve. You would have to figure it all out over again. So you know, really playing it over again when unless you're you know constantly playing it over and over and over again, you you'll eventually learn it. But just as a casual gameplay. Yeah, to go back and play it again would be a very similar experience. Yeah, it's it's one of those games where you could just decide, you know what, I'm going to focus on this one boss and become a master slayer of this boss <laughs> yeah, so I can beat it. Could. Or you can have those nights like we had where we just like, we basically grinded through like four or five bosses or like, well, I think I think like we did all of Inkwell Isle 2 in a night, which was really impressive. I didn't expect us to make that much progress, but... I mean, there were some nights where it's like, just, we're going to beat this one boss, now we're done. We're not, we're done. We're doing something right. else. Because it was, like, my mental faculties are not there for another boss. <laughs> and other nights, it's like, we were just so focused I, on making there was, progress. There was some nights that we were playing for, before I knew it, it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It was just like, time was flying by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I it's really... like, is that daylight coming through the window? <laughs> <laughs> It happens every now and then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is a good thing that that speaks to the game for sure. Um, I I think that I would be interested in playing it, um, again, like on my own. If they did come out with it on the Switch, I think I would pick it up and just play just to see if I because your get a Xbox little... is only for sitting here. It right is, now. yeah, it's yeah. The only I'm time not... you've taken it out, I haven't actually plugged it in. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't plugged this. I haven't plugged that one in either. I have two of them, and I haven't plugged either of them in. They neither of them have been turned on at all. I just I'm not an Xbox guy. I have them in case I ever want to play an Xbox exclusive. But I mean, if they're going to yeah. bring it to Switch, then Meanwhile, I'll just play I on Switch. The one console that I own. <laughs> yep. And most of the games that you have on there are on multiple systems. So yep, except for Cuphead. Except for Cuphead. <laughs> it's true. So uh, what do you want to give it for an overall score out of ten? Um, I mean, I'd say nine out of ten. Yeah. 
I, I mean, it was it was weak in the story department, but the story served the game, and it. If I mean, if they added some pretentious story where you know it was amazing, they're right, not going to. It, yeah, it's they're just, not going to. It wouldn't serve the game. It's like it's like what? Like yeah. we're we're animated cups fighting. Now, you now know. it's now it's an RPG. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, and now you're, I'm going to level up to a hundred. Now every time I parry, I shoot a ring of fireballs that do like nine thousand nine hundred damage a piece, right. and. Now we can beat Ruby Weapon. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, it, it served the game. So I would say, you know, it's not like the game of the decade, 10 out of 10, but it, it's definitely a solid 9 out of 10 for sure. Sure. All right. So mine, I gave it an 8, but I think I might, I, I think I might. Yeah. You know you want to. Yeah. You I think you I might. Um, so that's a. Uh, 46 out of 100 for both of us. That's a 92 out of 100, so 92% game. Yeah. I mean, that's that's an A. I mean, it's not... It's very... Uh, right on the tip of the iceberg of an A, but it's mm-hmm. an A. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I had a good time playing this game. I didn't think we were going to make it all the way through. Like, I kind of had this feeling, especially after we got to the roller coaster guy... I kind of thought, Hi, we're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. It's just... Well, I, I felt like I had to force us to start again after, yeah. after King Dice. After King, remember, oh, remember yeah, like, yeah. I just like texted you that one that one day I'm like, let's all right, we're, do doing, we're doing Cuphead. Let's do it. You're like, are you ready? <laughs> no, but if we don't do it, we're it's just gonna, like, <laughs> we're going to like... Three more months are going to pass, and yep. it's just not going to happen. So Yeah, that's true. So all, all, all I can say is play the game, like... If if you're on the fence, just just get the game for sure. Yeah, it's it's worth it. I mean the the overall experience is so good. I mean, aside from the hard bosses, I mean you go into it knowing that it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean you know that it's going to be a bit of a grind to figure them out. I mean it's it's a good game. It really really is. If if you're not the kind of person that wants things handed to you and is like, oh, well, I fought the same boss three times now and I can't beat it. So I guess that's it. And then you move on to something else, other forms of entertainment. Then, you know, if if you want to work for the win and you want to play a difficult game that rewards you for improving, then, like, this this is it. This This is is it. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that is it for our discussion on Cuphead. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Um, Next episode is going to be, hopefully, Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, I'm not playing it, but uh, our other team is. So wait, I got to tell a Kingdom Hearts three story. Yeah, go for it. So, um, uh, my one of my other friends, he um, a few weeks ago, months ago, something like that. Um, it was like two weeks before Kingdom Hearts three released, right? And what he told me was, um, hey, uh, the first weekend of whatever, like, you want to come over to my house because the uh, I know you don't have a PS4 and the Final Fantasy VII remake is coming out. I'm like, what? <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then, like, I'm psyched up for this weekend, and I'm all prepared and everything. And, like, the day before I go over, he's like, oh, hey, you know how I said, like, the Final Fantasy VII remake is coming out? It's, it's actually Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh. I'm just like, <laughs> why, did, why did Square invest its resources in Kingdom Hearts 3 when they've had this Final Fantasy VII remake trailer? For so long. Oh. So long. I know. Hopefully, we'll see something from Final Fantasy VII soon. Um, I'm planning on playing it like as soon as it comes out, obviously. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, next episode, Kingdom Hearts 3, hopefully. Um, they're, 
they changed it for the last episode to Halo 2 because they needed more time to play this game. Which I figured they weren't... I think I said it in one of my last episodes that they uh, they weren't going to make it. So, they, they didn't. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully they'll be done with Kingdom Hearts 3. If not, I'm sure they'll play something else. But we'll keep everybody updated on the website. So thank you all so much for watching. Thank you, Mark, for hanging out yeah, with us and uh, talking about Cuphead. And we will see you all on the next episode. Bye.